Christmas. A reminder for those listening or watching online, the bulletin for this service can be found on the resources tab on the homepage of our website, www.chapelofthecross.org. And you may give your offering to the Lord and his church through the Give tab on the homepage of our website. And I have just a few announcements for you to share with you this morning before we begin service. Please join us this New Year's Eve, this upcoming Friday, December 31st at 6.30 p.m. as we will worship together, thanking the Lord for the blessings of the year coming to a close, as well as asking for his continued blessing and leading and guiding in the new year. And then put on your calendar for another special worship service that will be held, the Festival of the Epiphany of Our Lord. We will worship Epiphany Evening Thursday, January the 6th at 6.30 p.m. Please join us for those special worship services. And a reminder to pick up your copy of 30 Days in God's Word. We will, as a congregation, work through that month-long devotional that gives an overview of all 66 books of the Bible. We will start that in January, which is just around the corner. So pick up your copy of the devotional at Crocus Bookstore in the Commons area today. The cost is just $5. And if you do not have it today, don't let that be an impedance to you getting your book. Get it today, and then you can pay us later. And I encourage all members to join in this month-long study of God's Word. And today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Nancy and Mary Lee Kulrick in loving memory, memory of their mother, Mary Kulrick. May God bless you as we worship this day, and we begin our worship by singing together our opening hymn, Let All Together Praise Our God, as it is printed in your bulletin. We stand as you are able to sing.
of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. If you, O Lord, kept record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. Let us confess our sins to God, our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are sinful and unclean. We have taken for granted the free will of salvation you give us through Jesus. Help us to focus on the reason for that season, the birth of your Son. Forgive us, O God, and let us depart in peace according to your word. For the sake of your Son, Jesus, who came to save us from our sins. Receive the free gift that Jesus offers, the forgiveness of sin. As a called and ordained servant of our newborn King, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord Jesus, our Savior, we praise and thank you for coming to be born of Mary, so that through faith in you, we might depart this life in peace. Grant that we may ever share this gift through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. The Old Testament reading comes from the 13th chapter of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, consecrate, me, consecrate to me every firstborn male. The first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me, whether man or animal. Then Moses said to the people, commemorate this day, the day you came out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, because the Lord brought you out of it with a mighty hand. After the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites and gives it to you, as he promised on oath to you and your forefathers, 
You are to give it over to the Lord, the, the first offspring of every womb. All the firstborn males of your livestock belong to the Lord. Redeem with a lamb every firstborn donkey. But if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem every firstborn among your sons. In the days to come, when your son asks you, what does this mean? Say to him, with a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn in Egypt, both man and animal. This is why I sacrificed to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb and redeemed each of my firstborn sons. This is the word of the Lord. We read responsively from him 111. Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all my heart in the counsel of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. Glorious and majestic are his deeds and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He provides food for those who fear him he remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works, giving them the hands of the other nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are steadfast forever and ever and done in faithfulness and uprighteousness. He provided redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant forever, holy, and awesome in his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. The epistle reading comes from the third chapter of Colossians. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Peter God.
In the bleak midwinter, frosty wind made moan. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen snow on snow, snow on snow. In the bleak midwinter, Sustain. Heaven and earth shall flee away when he comes to reign. In the bleak midwinter, a stable place of Christ What can I give him poor as I am if I were a shepherd I would bring a lamb If I were a wise man I would do my part Yet what I can I give him Please rise as you are able for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When the time of their purification according to the law of Moses had been completed, Mary and Joseph took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. 
and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what had, was said to, about him. Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, a sword that will pierce your own soul as well, too. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuya, the of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, and she lived with her husband seven years before, after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at the very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Mary when Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated as we sing the hymn of the word.
few days ago, Christy and I, my wife, we had the chance to go to brunch together. And after we ordered food, we were talking quietly, and we happened to hear the background music that was playing in the restaurant. Sure enough, it was Christmas carols. And not the secular, materialistic, consumeristic, you know, Santa-oriented Christmas carols. No, these were real Christmas carols, the ones about Jesus. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. God and sinners reconciled, playing in the background in a public restaurant on South Grand in St. Louis. The same thing happened to me at the car dealership the next day. I was sitting there uh, waiting for my car to be serviced, and in the background I hear Andrea Bocelli soaring away on O Holy Night. Christ is the Lord. O praise his name forever. This is the time of year where the name of Jesus can be sung in the public realm without much question. It really is kind of an amazing time. The canon of Christmas carols, they're accepted and acceptable. They're heard in department stores and restaurants and Christmas light displays and TV programs and all sorts of other places in our society. If you were to go out and stand on the street corner and yell at the cars driving by, joy to the world, the Lord has come, let earth receive her king, people would look at you like you were crazy. But if we took a little small group and went out and did some Christmas caroling on the corner of the street, people wouldn't give it a second thought. That's the amazing and unique power of music. The profound reality that comes when you take the art form of music and you combine it with the truths of God's Word. Music helps us to express profound truths with incredible beauty. And Luke, the gospel writer, wise and learned as he was, he wants to make sure that his readers hear and know the truths of the kingdom of God. And so he expresses these through some amazing songs. We've heard these songs of Luke over the last few weeks. From Mary, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. From Zechariah. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up for us a horn of salvation in the house of his servant David, as he has spoken by the mouth of his prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from those who hate us. And from the angels, glory to God in the highest, 
and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And today, from Simeon, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Amazing songs that express profound truths with incredible beauty. Let's consider a few lines from Simeon's song specifically today. First, Simeon sings, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all peoples. Imagine that. Simeon, who faithfully held vigil in the temple, who saw day after day the suffering of God's people at the hands of the Romans, who knew the history and the legacy of sin and suffering and death that had burdened God's people, who knew the hoped-for Messiah that lingered despite centuries of prophetic silence, who himself, Simeon, had heard the voice of the Holy Spirit, as we heard in the Gospel lesson today, tell him that he would not die until he saw the Lord's Christ. Simeon, who now held in his arms he who was the fulfillment, he who was the Savior, he who was the salvation prepared from long ago. He held him in his arms. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all peoples. I truly cannot even imagine. And then the other line from Simeon's song that is so prophetically poignant, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. A revealing light for the Gentiles. This Savior is not just for the people of Israel. This Savior is for all. He is the light of revelation even for the Gentiles, even to the lowest, even to the worst, even to the most God-forsaken. The Savior is not just for Israel, but for the whole world. No wonder Simeon takes up song to express this profound truth. Simeon holds and gazes upon this new king, he who is savior of all, he who is the light of the world. I truly cannot even imagine. I can't imagine, but perhaps we can. Perhaps we together, because we know the whole story. We celebrate Christmas, the birth of this light-bringing Savior of the world, knowing the whole story. We know how this child would grow up to serve, 
to heal, to proclaim, and ultimately to die and to rise for us. We light this magnificent Christ candle in the middle of the Advent wreath because we know and proclaim that this crucified and risen Savior is the light of the world, the light of all in faith. No matter who you are or where you're from, we celebrate the Lord's Supper week after week as we hold and touch and taste and see and know the true body and blood of our Savior in sacramental union with the bread and the wine. We hear week after week these familiar words of forgiveness, life, and salvation so desperately needed for this world. These words that are promised and fulfilled in our Savior Jesus. And we sing regularly throughout the church here, but especially at Christmas. We sing these songs of Luke, the Magnificat, Mary's song, the Benedictus, Zechariah's song, the Gloria, the angel's song, and the Nunc Dimittis, Simeon's song. We sing so that we can imagine. We sing so that we can know and we sing so that we can make Christ known to the world. Because sadly, the restaurants and the department stores and the TV programs, they won't be playing Christmas carols anymore. The world starts Christmas way too early and they end it way too early, right? The faithful witness of Christ of God's salvation for all people, of God being a light even to the Gentiles, we won't hear that innocuously playing in the background when we go to dinner this evening. No. Now it's our turn to take up the song. It's our turn to make voice and to make known the promises that we have received in faith. It's our voice, our heart, our mind, our actions that carry on the witness of Mary, of Zechariah, of the angels and the shepherds, of Simeon and of Anna, of the apostles and of the whole church. Christ, the Savior, is born. May the Holy Spirit fill you with hope and with joy and with love as we marvel and proclaim to all who will hear it, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Amen. We rise and make witness of our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We confess together, I believe
Please be seated as we gather our offerings to the Lord. Please rise as you are able for prayer. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Wonderful Counselor, you guide the church by your word. Guide this congregation to be a light that shines with joy in the darkness of the world. Guide missionaries to boldly and graciously speak of Christ. Guide pastors, teachers, deaconess, and all church workers to be wise and faithful stewards of the gifts you have given them to minister to your people. Guide us all to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Prince of Peace, by your birth you bring to us the peace that surpasses our understanding. Give peace to this world broken by war and violence. Guide the leaders of our nations and all nations of the world and cause them to work for peace. Comfort those whose lives are in some way broken by disease, by poverty, by the death of a loved one, by mental illness, and by sinful living. Guide us all to be peacemakers, bringing the gospel of your Son's coming to all people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Mighty God, you use your might to bless people. Bless those who travel to visit family and friends 
and bring them safely to their destinations. Bless those whose work is difficult and demanding. Bless those who need your blessing the most. Bless us with the joy of this Christmas season. Help us to find ways to share our joy with others, enabling them to be drawn to your mercy and love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, through your healing presence, comfort the ill and the infirm, and those who are homebound, and those recovering from surgery. We especially remember this day, Dan Steffens. Grant healing according to your good and gracious will. Equip caregivers with your peace and patience and mercy. And show us how we can be a blessing to the sick and to those giving care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of all, you fulfilled your promise to send us a Savior. We remember those who trusted in your promise and who now rest in you. Comfort and bless their families, especially Karen Totra and her family upon the death of her sister-in-law, Mary, Mary Lukey, this past Tuesday, and for the friends and family of Gary Kettleman, an alumnus of Lutheran High North who died in the Lord on Friday. Give, them, give to them your strength and grace and guide all of us to follow in the path of the saints in faithfulness and joy that me, we may one day join them in singing glory to God eternally with the chorus of angels. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, we rejoice with those who thank and praise you for your good gifts, especially John and Mary Simon, as they celebrate their 30th wedding anniversary. Continue to bless and keep them as they give thanks to you. We also praise and thank you with Gary and Diane Tim upon the baptism of their grandson, Maverick Robert Evans. Protect Maverick by your angels and bless him in every way. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O oh Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, by, whom the, by whose wonderful and mysterious birth you have opened our eyes to the glory of your grace and renewed in our hearts the fervor of your love. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name evermore praising you and singing.
teach us always to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of this, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, given and shed for you for the remissions of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
May this eating and drinking of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, body and blood, keep you and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Let us pray. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We thank you, our newborn King, for you have given us the bread of heaven and the cup of salvation. Let your word in this meal dwell within us richly, empowering us to live lives of you as your chosen ones. Lives lived with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience as we bear with one another in love and forgive others as you forgave us. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit. One God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. We remain standing for our recessional hymn. Lord, bid your servant go in peace.